Alright everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Top Down Perspective. I am your host this week, Jonathan, and I am joined as usual by Sean Booker. Yep. And not Nathan this time. Nathan is not here. Nope. He's a sucker and has a real job. That's true. So, Nathan sucks. So just, yeah. He'll be back next week, hopefully. It's, it, it's always weird when I'm here, but no one else, and someone else is missing. Yeah, like, yeah. this is only, like, what, the second time or something like that? Yeah, something, something like that. The show all goes right. on. It stops yeah. from nothing. That's not true. Not at all. We can't, we don't, we can't waste time here. Can't. Speaking of wasting time, Sean, what are you playing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Sorry. Okay, so the majority of my, my blah, blah, the majority of my week was spent with a little iPhone game called Tiny Wings. Tiny Wings? Yep. And it's been kind of described as like 2011's Angry Birds, which I don't really get the comparison gameplay style wise. I think it's more just because they both involve birds, but it's really good. And I'm not—I don't like Angry Birds at all. But uh, so I'll explain tiny. Um, so you're a little bird, but your wings are tiny, so you can't fly. But you've always wanted to. <laughs> so what you can kind of do is you can kind of like glide a little, and the whole mm-hmm. point is the ground is all like these big up and down slopes, and you need to kind of hit the down slopes in a dive, and then release on the screen to like shoot up the uphill. Just kind of launch yourself throughout the levels like that. Okay. And it's really great. The art style's really nice and cute, and the music's fantastic. So basically, it's like a hang gliding simulator trying to get more air and just last to the end? Uh, basically, you, you're not, you're kind of just gaining momentum for the most part, because you can easily gain momentum, and just, you want to keep going as far as you can. The only, um, I should say, like, uh, way to lose is nighttime is always trying to get to you, and if it's night, you, like, fall asleep and you're done. So, the further you go, the slower night reaches you, and every time you pass an island, which I, do, I, I don't know how many islands there are, but I've only gotten to island seven. I think there might be like nine or something. Every time you get to a new island, the time like indicator on the bottom will move back a little bit. So uh, the, uh, the darkness, I don't know, nighttime will be further away from you. So you just want to go as fast as you can for as long as you can. So if night catches up, is it just done or is it just like you stop for a while? It's just done and you start over. Oh, okay. Yeah, so once, like where I'm at, a game will last maybe about Three minutes. And how much did you pay for this? It's a dollar. Okay. So, yeah, and it seems. Now, really you said like it. You said it's like Angry Birds. Is it the same guys or is it a different company? No, I've. I'm, I don't think it's like Angry Birds. It's just I've been heard it described by a few people as the new Angry Birds thing because everyone's kind of tired of Angry Birds. I think the only comparison is it involves a bird. That's but a great I think a reason. lot of people are comparison mainly because it's just really good and a really compelling game as a casual game like apparently Angry Birds was. I never saw it. You never played Angry Birds at all? I didn't, but I had like no interest in it at all, and I know Nathan doesn't like it whatsoever. It's not bad from what I've played. It's, it's like catapulting birds or something? Yeah, you catapult birds into like uh, blocks made of, or buildings made of like movable blocks, and you just have to crush all the pigs. 
Yeah, I'm, you know, the main reason is I'm just kind of tired of, like, how big it got and how everyone's playing it. I don't know, I thought it was a legitimately good game. I can understand why it got so big, but... I guess. But, it, I don't know. For the dollar price point, both those games really showing casual games is a thing now, I suppose. Or I guess we've kind of known that. But anyway, yeah, Tiny Oaks is my thing. It has some really cool achievements. They definitely make you, like, play the game in different ways. For example, one was, like, make it to Island 5 with the iPhone turned upside down. So that's a completely different way of playing. Or like, What the hell? Yeah, it's just really... There's some really well-implemented achievements and objectives to hit. And every time you complete, like, a set of three uh, achievements, you get a new nest... It's kind of just what you start in, but it's basically you're, you get a higher score multiplier, so that's how you gain higher scores without necessarily making it further in the world that you can make. Anyways, that was like the majority of my time. Really great. I highly recommend it. Tiny Wings. Apart from that, uh, I played a little bit of Ghostbusters Sanctum of Slime. Okay. What do you think of that so far? So I only played the first level, because I kind of just played it today. And um, it's, it seems okay. It's a dual joystick shooter, and you're the rookies for the Ghostbusters. They're so you're not actually the, the original team? No, it shows the team, but they're like really tired, and there's just like, there's way too many ghosts throughout the city, and they need some help. So they call them the rookies. <laughs> so it's kind of like what they did with the console one. Like, you played the console Ghostbusters, right? I didn't. Oh, okay. I never did know. Oh yeah, but like in the in the disc based Ghostbusters game, you basically you were a rookie testing out all their experimental stuff. Okay. And they were training you along the way, so. But that wasn't a dual joystick shooter, was it? No, it was a third person shooter. Right, right. Okay. So that's probably the main thing about this is a dual joystick shooter. It's very similar to uh, I would say like Laura Croft in the Guardian of the Light. Okay. Kind of like a like a top-down kind of view. more It's more of like an angle, and it does move a little bit to kind of point out which door you should be going at or whatever. Um, but like I said, I've only played the first level. I definitely want to try out the online, because unlike uh, Guardian of Light, this has online multiplayer immediately out of the gate. Um, so I definitely want to try that. One thing that's already bugging me is they color-code each of the rookies, but mm-hmm. the, like, um, the gun they use isn't color Same color? Yeah. So half the time, I'm just pointing in a direction, and I'm like, oh, I'm hitting him. Oh, no, wait, why is that one guy hitting the wall? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> so I got a question, too. Like, since it's Ghostbusters, are you catching ghosts and traps, too, or are you just shooting at them till they die? For the most part, it was shooting at them till they die, and they even have, like, a, um... What was I going to say? Uh, like, a health meter? Okay. But there's a boss ghost at the very end, which you do use a trap after you weaken him enough. Okay, Okay. fair enough. It just seems kind of strange. Now, uh, are they, is there voice acting in the game from the original Ghostbusters? There isn't. There's no voice whatsoever, it seems. it's They're kind of doing like a motion comic uh, for all the cutscenes, and it's all just text. Okay. Even during the game, I haven't encountered like any voices at all. 
but like I said, I've only played the first level, so maybe more is going to come. But if I haven't heard even like sound effects of grunts or whatever, I doubt any more will be in there. It seemed good. It was it was pretty fun while I played it. Uh, I'm definitely going to play more, so I'll have a lot more to say next week. Like I said, I only played the first level. And then, apart from that, what came out yesterday, because it's Ooh. the 28th. Oh, it's yesterday, right. Yes. Oh, no, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's yesterday. It's the 28th of March, 2011. 3DS. But more importantly, Nintendogs plus Cats. Oh, yeah. That came out, too. You bought so, all three versions, right? There's th- three versions again? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that at all. I thought there was just one this time. No, nope, the they, they did three versions again. Um, Golden Retriever, uh, a Toy Poodle, and I can't oh. remember what the third one is. Great. I'm going to look this up now. Did you get the original Nintendogs? Uh, yeah, I did, because then back then it was a crazy new idea. What did you get? Which version? Uh, f- I can't even remember what the options were. There was Dash Hound... Whichever one of the Welsh Corgi and it is the one I got. I don't remember. I just I think was there five versions of the game? Uh eventually, yeah. There yeah, was the original three, three original... then there was Dash Hound, and then there was Best Friends. Yeah, no no. The fourth one was Dalmatians. Yeah. Or, and that was like a purple one. And then there was like All Friends or whatever, which was I guess every single one. I would I was never really into Nintendogs. No, the thing with Nintendogs is you had all the you could get all the dogs in your game anyway. It's just it took a lot of work. Oh. See, I hardly played it when I got it cuz I just the dog never did what I said. I was not a big fan of uh Nintendogs at all. Anyway, so I picked one up. I believe you did as well. As enough yes, I, did. I mean. Okay. What games did you get for it? Alright, uh, just to go back for a second, uh, the third version of Nintendogs I couldn't remember was French Bulldog and New Friends. Oh, well, it's so great that we got that information in there. I was this is important. That. We need to know which kind of Bulldog is, is on the cover. Wow. That's, this, it's okay. like the cover athlete for a Madden game. Yep, okay. That French Bulldog is going to have a licensing deal for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's going to put paparazzi and never <laughs> going to be again. You're going to see articles written all about him on, like, the, the puppy he's, newspapers. He's going to be on Rolling Stones. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I got four games for mine. Okay. Yeah. I got uh, Super Street Fighter 4, which pretty much everyone I've talked to has gotten. I hear it's a lot like Street Fighter. It is Street Fighter. It is Street Fighter 4. Or, sorry, Super Street Fighter 4. Okay. It's just it's a portable version. I got uh, Bust-A-Move Universe. I hear that's a Tom lot Plant- like Bust-A-Move. It totally is. Okay. I got Rayman 3D, which is a lot like Rayman 2, because it is. Okay. And I got Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Shadow Wars. I, is that a lot like something else? So like, it's, uh, kind of it's a lot like it's a lot like XCOM. Are just like ports. It's a lot like XCOM. Okay. So if you've ever played those games. games. What? Well, like I, like I was saying, it seems like every 3DS launch game is just like a port of something. Or Not, like a remake. Um, actually, yeah, I think you're right. I, let me just find that list of the launch games. Because, like I said, Nintendogs, um, I guess Pilot Wings, uh, what was it? Steel yeah, Diver. Oh, Steel uh, Diver is original. Ridge Racer, uh, Asphalt 3D. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Lego Star Wars 3. Yeah. It's just kind of games you've already played. Uh, Super Monkey Ball. Yep. Wow, really well, is... The like... Sims. Oh, yeah, The Sims 3. Um, Battle of Giants Dinosaurs, which I'm pretty sure is also a DS game. Yeah, they've already come up with, I believe, two. One of them was uh, Dragons or something, and then I think, like, Giant Insects. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really? Oh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2011, which is... Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Nothing it's really, really kind of that... to, like, show off the hardware, I guess. The only brand new title is Steel Diver, and uh, technically, Shadow Wars is different, because it's not a but straight... But I hear Steel it's not Diver was shown as, like, a tech demo for the original DS. Was it really? That's what I was hearing. Yikes. So, so it's been in development for a while, but... Yeah, not a great launch lineup. Yeah, Samurai Warriors Chronicles. Yeah, like <laughs> almost everything is from a series, except so for Steel Diver. I was going to say, um, I didn't get a game. And when I was not picking it up, the lady at the store was like, Oh, so do you also want to get a game with it? Like, we have Super Street Fighter and Ridge Racer. And I just cut her off saying, No, I'm good. <laughs> and then she just kind of looked at me funny, and then I left. See, the funny thing is, too, my girlfriend did the same thing. Like, she's she's got the system without any games for it. Well, I'm playing a lot of Pokemon. And she's so, playing a comedy then, so... There you go. Okay, so out of the four you got, let's hear them. What's your favorite? I've only played two of them so far. Okay. Uh, I've only played so far Busta Move Universe and Super Street Fighter 4. I was going to load up uh, Ghost Recon, but then we sat down to record. Right. Um, Super Street Fighter 4 is Super Street Fighter 4 for the consoles, just, like, slightly knocked down in graphics. Um, as far as, like, frame rate go, does it pick up if you turn the 3D off? Uh, I have not tried it with the 3D on, to be honest. I just flat out turned that off in the options. Oh, One thing okay. I'm, yeah, game, certain games have the option just in in the menus to turn off the 3D, which, I mean, then it doesn't matter where the slider is at all. It'll just stay off. Uh, Whenever you have a game that you have the 3D turn off on, the 3D in green will turn, like, disappear. Oh, okay. I noticed that was, like, always on. Yeah, like, I don't know what it is. Even when it's sliders in off, it's still, like, slightly on, apparently, so. Okay. But, um, yeah, like, it play it plays the same. Uh, there's, like, little extra touches here and there. I haven't tried the online yet, but I've heard it's good. So you said it's a lot like Super Street Fighter 4, or just Street Fighter 4? Super Street Fighter 4. So it has all the additions and whatnot? It, all, it has all the characters. Uh, it has uh, challenge modes, like the bonus games and that. I haven't checked if, like, the training modes are in there yet. That's, like, one of the few things I haven't checked. But the game even has, like, a bunch of the DLC costumes from... The uh, Super Street Fighter 4 and everything. Is there anything new besides it being 3D? Uh, not really. Um, no. They added like a, th- a third, a weird perspective mode for 3D fighting, but it just it feels really awkward. So what what do you do in that mode? Uh, the instead of being like facing straight on and seeing them side by side or seeing them from their sides, the camera is slightly back behind you. So it's, instead of seeing it as, like, a flat line, you see it as kind of an angle. So, like, an over-the-shoulder kind of thing or something? Yeah, kind of. It, it's kind of an over-the-shoulder view for a 2D fighting game, which is really weird. 
Is it kind of like poncho? Not quite. It's not directly behind the back. It's like at an angle. Okay. Like it, it's like over the shoulder, but to the right a bit as well. All right. That seems odd. So, yeah, because you can't always see your your opponent as a result, and it's just it's really really a bad idea to play that. Yeah, I wonder how much tournament play is going to be from that perspective. I would imagine none at all. Yeah. Uh, the issue, I, I have like one kind of issue with the controls, and that's it's really hard to use the left trigger and put in any moves at all. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because like, uh, I tried doing like my supers and ultras, which is holding down three buttons. Okay. If it was the kick buttons, which would use the right shoulder in that, I was fine. But if it's the left one, due to the where the D-pad is positioned on the console, it's really, you got to stretch your oh, hand so out. Oh, you're using the D-pad, weird. not the analog stick? Yeah, the analog stick's good for, like, moves, but precision, like, dashing and stuff like that, it feels kind of off. Okay. okay. Uh, and bust a move. Uh, bust a move, I am kind of disappointed in, actually. All like, right. like, it's it's a good bust a move game, like, it, it is bust a move, but there's no multiplayer. See, I, I haven't played much bust a move. Like I, like I know that the game I have played a little bit, never played mm. the multiplayer. What does what's the multiplayer all about? Uh, you just you fight another person who has the same like bu- the bubble busting screen, and every time you knock bubbles off of your screen, they go onto his side, and it's a race to see who can last the longest or who can knock out the other one. Oh, okay, I can see that. Now. Okay, yeah, like I this is the only version I can think of off the top of my head that has does not have multiplayer, which is really weird for the series. No way, not even like local or whatever. No, nothing local. Well, it, you can't even do turn-based local. That'd be—I don't even know how that would work. No, I just meant like not online. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Like zero multiplayer. This is that's, single player that's only. Like a really easy like download play opportunity they could have done. Yeah, and I, and there have been download play copies of Bust a Move with multiplayer online and off for cheaper. Which is why I feel kind of so choked by 3D, it. So, is three D like makes it that much better than the DS version? The three the 3D on it is weak at best. I wouldn't even recommend it. All right, so if you're looking for a bust move game, just get a normal DS game for cheaper. Yeah, um, the only plus side to this is that it's the cheapest launch title. It's thirty bucks instead of forty, like every other game. Oh well, there you go. Well, so I and I still got it anyways. Cause like, yeah, bust a move, but I'm really disappointed. There's no multiplayer at all. It's just a good puzzle game to break out every now and then, kind of like single player Tetris. Did you try the 3D on that? In what? On Buster Move, did you try the 3D move on that? Not really, no. Um, by the looks of it, it it's just, it's kind of weird anyways. Whenever you pop bubbles, they fall into the background. That's and cool. you're, like, floating above a planet. Right. So basically, you just see, like, bubbles, like, falling into the background, which, I mean, that's probably a cool idea, but it's nothing really mind-blowing. Hmm. Okay. And like I said, the other two are both from Ubisoft. I haven't tried them yet. Uh, Rayman 3D is just a, another port of Rayman 2, but I never got the DS version, so I figured I'd pick this one up. I like Rayman. I'm surprised they haven't ported Rayman 3, though. I don't know which Rayman I played. I think it was the first one. Was and it t- all 2D? Yeah, yeah. If it was all 2D, then that was Rayman 1, yeah. Rayman oh, okay. 2 was uh, 2D and 3D. It was kind of like Mario 64. Oh, so like, it wasn't even like a side-scrolling 
platformer? Yeah, it wasn't all side-scrolling. Like, it had side-scrolling moments, but it was otherwise, it was a 3D platformer. Okay. Yeah, no, I played a, just a flat one. I also played, I think, a Game Boy Advance Rayman game, but it was flat as well. That was either another port of Rayman 1, or it might have been, like, Rayman 3, which was a 2D port as well. Uh, the actual, the console Rayman 3 was another 3D platformer, but the Game Boy Advance one was 2D, I believe. I think it was the Game Boy Advance one. I like Rayman. Or at least I like the flat Rayman. 2D like Rayman. Yeah, no, no, not what uh, wasn't Rayman there supposed to be one? 3DS is? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not what saying, Rayman 3DS no, is. I'm completely uninterested in that. You should try Rayman 2, though. It's actually a pretty good game. Like, it, it's hella old at this point. It's like 11 years old, but... Still a good game. I wonder when that... Because didn't they announce another uh, yeah, Rayman they, game? Yeah, they announced a 2D Rayman for, like, XBLA a long-ass time ago, and but nothing's come out But it was 2D, it. but it had, like, polygonal graphics, right? Uh, I thought it was hand-drawn. Thought it was what, sorry? I, I thought they were doing a hand-drawn one. Was it hand That sounds familiar, because I remember when they announced it, they were like, look at all these art styles, Rayman. So maybe you're right. I was looking, that was supposed to come out in like December. Was it really? Yep, I remember it was, it was going to be like episodic and the first one was supposed to be in December. I wonder what's up with that. Oh well. Anyway, we should talk about the hardware then. Alright, sure. And um, sometimes. Okay, how many play coins do you have? None. About ten. You have ten already? Well, ten's the max you can get in one day. And that's, play coins are from, like, walking. Yeah, like, how far, how much have you walked? Did you just start running around with it on, or? No, I was in a car all day, so I shook it. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, at the amount I walked, though, it's going to be easy to get 10 each day, but I was just road tripping today, so I couldn't. So I was like, well, I'm kind of just waiting for this thing to run out of batteries energy. Got to do something. So I got 10 play points. Shake, 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 shake. Do you have any idea what to do with play points yet? Yes. Okay. Um, there are multiple. Apparently, uh, the games themselves, the actual like the chips, can also use the coins. But uh, primarily, you use them for the two built-in games in the uh, street walk mode. So, like the RPG thing. Yeah, the RPG thing and the puzzle thing. Like you can, if you don't bump into people, you can use those coins from your walking to just buy like puzzle pieces or time to play the game. I, I thought what it had said was you can buy a puzzle piece you already have. No, that'd be dumb. Why would you do that? I have no idea. So I was like, oh, am I supposed to like give puzzle pieces away or something? No, you give puzzle pieces away automatically when people meet you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so maybe I read something wrong. But okay. So yeah, like, uh, whenever you meet a person, they automatically give you a puzzle piece, and they also give you their, uh, or an entry into the, what is it called? Let's find, find we mode, or find me mode. Find me, that's what it was called, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's the, the RPG. RPG thing? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I haven't tried that at all. What's that all about? Basically, uh, your me character gets kidnapped, because you're apparently the king. Okay. And you have to find heroes from other worlds to help save you, so you have to find other people's Miis. And they'll come in and they'll give you, like, a turn in an RPG, and then they'll, they'll, like, attack an enemy, depending on what you picked, and depending on their stats. How, how like, deep is this? 
not deep at all. It's like, okay, uh, my girlfriend's me showed up because I, wa- I had a street pass with her 3DS, and it basically said, okay, you can either do an attack or do magic. So I did attack, and she did three attacks. The first one was a critical hit, which did three times the damage, so it did three damage. Okay. And then she did two more single hits, and then she got scared off. And now I have to find another character to keep going in the dungeon. The dungeon's, I think, like 12 rooms or something, and depending on how far you get, the enemies get tougher. Now, is there any kind of limit to how long you can play the RPG? Uh, yeah, depending on how many Miis you have. Like, there's no time limit in general, but once that Mii is done attacking, they're, like, that's it. Okay, so... You need, you need to find more people to play it longer. Right. Or you need to use your play coins to buy cats to do the fighting for you. Okay, that's what I was just about to ask. What if you live under a rock? Okay. Sure. Yeah, so well, you'll either have to walk around a lot or shake a lot. So did you make a me by taking a photo of yourself? I did not. We actually tried to take a picture of our cat to do that, but it wouldn't recognize the cat. <laughs> that's pretty. That's a good idea. I did it of myself, which is really odd, because what you do is when you say, okay, I'll take a picture of myself, it's like, okay, so do you want to just make a me? It's like, what? And then you kind of have to make the me and then take a photo, and I guess it tries to, like, map your characteristics Face to, to the already-based yeah. me or something, which I found odd. Why didn't they just take the photo and find the closest thing. But, anyway, took the picture and it's kind of funny, a block comes down on the me with, like, yep. your face on the block, and the me kind of freaks out, like, ah, oh, get this box off of me! And then you take it off and new me. And apparently I got a way more defined jawline than I thought. <laughs> so, I found that out. And, okay, hold on. Um... Are you going to keep it on to street pass with people? Because the battery life yeah. is low. I probably will whenever I go out somewhere that I would expect to see people with it. Right. So, so if I ever go out to like a mall or something, I'll probably just street pass it and put it in my pocket. Or like a convention. Oh, definitely at a convention. You'd be dumb not to have it at a convention. Right. Right. I think legitimately, though, being an adult out of high school and university, that's really the only times I'm going to see that getting much use. Yeah, like at a school-based place or something. That would make more yeah. sense. Um, I'm liking it. Have you oh, yeah, I definitely like the, the system, 3D, too. at least in the menu or anything? Like the home screen? Oh, yeah, I did some 3D stuff earlier. Like, I watched the, the download movie you get when you update your system. Right, I should figure that out. And, speaking will, of downloading, yeah. um, any idea if there's, like, better Wi-Fi settings than the DS this time around? Uh, it looks like it goes the same way. Like, the menu is a, pretty much the same. You can only save three connections. Right. But, but it, it all seems to set up the same way. It recognizes more connections now. So I remember from... Yeah, it, it does. It recognizes... There's, like, an automatic press an AOSS button or something like that on the router, and it auto-syncs. And there's uh, a couple different security options it picks up now. Okay. Cause I remember but it doesn't pick up, like... For the DSi and stuff. I was wondering if they updated it further or not. I, they updated it a little bit further, I believe, but okay. not much. That should, I like, hope so. I, like, they I added, like, I think, one or two more options. And that was about it. Nintendo, when they're online, that's, that's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, well, I do like the implementation of adding friends to your list, and then you can see when they're online and stuff. And there's only one oh, friend code feature, per console. Like, you don't Xbox need them for each game. Years ago. Yeah, and now there's the fact that you don't need to have uh, 
the multiple friend codes, you just have one per system. That's definitely a lot nicer, for sure. Though I kind of wish it was like tied to each cartridge, though how often I'm going to be someone else's system. That's so never mind. But, I well, I mean, you don't save on the cartridges now. You save on your SD card. Right, right. Which brings up another question. Do you think they're going to do DLC? You know what? I don't know. Have they really done DLC for PSP games? Well, I guess they have, too. Like, yeah, because the Disgaea games have DLC. Right, yeah. Um, and, like, the Rock Band Unbugged had DLC. They might. I wouldn't be surprised if some companies tried it. They can get away with it. There's enough storage space. I mean, right. it, you're, you start with two gigs, and you can just put in a bigger memory card. So I didn't actually know that the save games was on this uh, memory card itself. Um, does that mean that they've got to be using up that full cartridge now? Must be. Um, okay. And I forget how big these cartridges can get. I think they said up to four gigs in storage at some point. Is but they're, like, limiting it to one DS gig. One? Like, I don't know how big the DS cartridges were. I'm just wondering if there's more uh, space, though. I want to say DS ones could only go up to a gig or 512 megabytes, but I don't remember. Okay. So, you make me look this up now. Oh, not, not the biggest deal. I do like the dock. Oh, yeah, the dock is really classy. It's really nice. It's like, just, you know, like, walk into my room and just plant it down. I don't need to, like, fiddle around and plug it in and fiddle around and unplug it or whatever. So, I definitely like that. And did you try taking a 3D picture? Uh, no, I have not. Girlfriend did, though. Or actually, yeah, sorry, I did take a 3D picture, but I was too far away, so it came out pretty bad. Okay. What's really cool is while you're, like, before you hit the picture button, you can actually, like, move closer to, like, whatever's sticking out, and it'll, like, come out of the screen more. So I definitely like that. 3D photos are pretty cool. It's small, though, eh? Hmm? Like, the system itself, it's it's tiny. Uh, it, it weighs less than I ex- was expecting it to, as well. The problem with playing in a PAX East was that the they had these giant battery packs hanging off them, and they were tethered to these cases, so it felt super heavy holding it in your hand. So I you just couldn't really tell. Um, what was the DS well, you had yeah. before this? Light. How, like, size... Wise, what, how is it bigger or smaller? Um, I think it's bigger. It's than definitely. The I think it's smaller uh, lengthwise. I think it's about the same heightwise. I don't know. It seems pretty thick. Either way, um, it, it, it is a little thicker. I will admit that it is a yeah, little thicker. It's thicker. It's definitely thicker than the XL, but it's definitely not as long as the XL or tall. Yeah, I don't. I don't have my DS around here. Otherwise, I'd do a size comparison right now. There may have been an article about it. Here, I'll look it up real fast. Alright. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty content with it so far. Yeah, I don't even have a 3DS game, and I'm I'm just kind of enjoying the system. I really like Street Pass. I kind of always like walking around and connecting with people. Yeah, I, I just wish, like, there you would have the opportunity to do it more often. Like, really, for yeah. us, like, it's whenever we go to PAX, we'll be right, able to do right. that all the time. Those are definitely the best times to do it, so I guess... Yeah, there's not a ton of places to do it. I wish there'd be more. But I definitely like the seeing when other people are online feature. Cards usually have a small amount of flash memory. 
cards currently range from 64 megabits to 4 gigabits, so 8 to 512 megabytes in size. So yeah, the DS cards held under a gig. An easy setup to 4? Rumor has it that they're going to be able to go up to 4 gigs, but currently they're like limited to 1 gigabyte. And Nintendo's going to slowly raise the limiter. I don't even know why they'd have a limit for right now. Well, I mean, you don't want to see like the full what the system's completely of capable of right off the bat. Like you don't want to see like a fifth generation game at launch because then you'd be like, oh, there's nothing else coming better right, than this. That wouldn't like compel me to buy it. I know it's it's dumb logic sometimes, but I mean, there is some logic to it at least. I cannot find a comparison. Maybe I can find an image. Okay, so I found a size comparison. It doesn't have the light, but from like smallest to largest, we're looking at like an iPhone 4, then like a PSP Go, then the 3DS, then the DSi. And then so the they DSi? Look pretty close. The DSi and the 3DS look very similar. Yeah, it, it like, like I think the, the buttons, the button size are about the same too. Because I know like the, know, the shoulder the XL, buttons. It is definitely smaller. I know, the shoulder buttons on the 3DS are, like, really small. That's what bothers me. The shoulder buttons? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they're kind of small. I don't know, you, you probably won't notice until you start getting into a game. Like, I noticed it in Street Fighter, but I'd never use it in right. Bust and Move, really, so I never noticed it there. Yeah, where I've only curly played it with Pokemon Black, and you don't use the shoulder buttons. Speaking of which, playing an old, uh, like, a DS game on the 3DS, the color is just weird. Yeah, it washes out the color a bit. I noticed that, and that sucks. Like, I was, like, when I was seeing that, I was kind of like, um, uh, like, a, like, is it not as bright as my XL, or, like, what's the issue going on? And it turns out, you said it washes out the colors, it's definitely what it looked like. Hmm. I don't know what the whole deal is, but, uh, like, it's stretching it out, and I don't know if it's optimizing, or just because the screen on the 3DS is slightly different, so it looks different as a result. Well, it's not, it's not exactly stretching it out, because... It is a widescreen up top this time. It's only using a, a, a bit of the screen to make it a square. All right, there's two ways of displaying it. You can display it at the native resolution on a three uh, on a normal DS, or you can stretch it out in the full screen. Can't you? I have no idea how to do that. I I swear I read that somewhere. I think I may have read that as well. Did it involve holding buttons down or something? Yeah, you had to start the game with a button held down. I want to say it's select, but I don't know. I'll try more of it next I want to say it's the shoulder buttons, actually, so... Well, I want to say it's shoulder buttons and select. I'll fight you. Okay. <laughs> well, um... So, I'll look into that more for next week, um, and I'm definitely going to try this out this week. What else have you been playing? Um, besides all the 3DS stuff, I moved oh, wait, on... Oh, quick thing. I wanna, I'll just jump in real quick. I started Ghost Oh, finally. Some really fluid animation in there. Yeah, what do you think of the story so far? I've only played level one. That's it. Oh, that okay, yeah, the, sto- the story the gets so much better later on. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but from what I've noticed, like so the characters walking around, incredibly fluid. But yeah, anyways, so more of that coming. What have you played? Um, majority of my well, majority of today has been 3ds, but. Uh, before that, I did my usual thing of just playing old Game Boy games again. Okay. So I, I, cru- I cruised through... Mm-hmm. Are you, like, super excited that they're putting Game Boy games on the eShop? Uh, yes and no. Because 
the virtual console got pretty crummy on the Wii after a while. So you just like don't think they're gonna have like obscure enough games for you or something? I don't know. Like I I own a lot of the Game Boy games that I would like, and it'd be nice to have it all on one console like that. But I don't see it being something that'll be like, oh man, I'm gonna buy this game and this game and this game. I might buy a game or two on it just for convenience's sake, but I don't see myself like marking out like crazy for it. Is is it also kind of like a collector thing where you like to have the actual cartridge of this old product? Having having like the actual card is nice, and that is a collector's thing, but sometimes there's, you just can't find a copy of the game, or you can't find it for cheap. So when they have it on, like, Virtual Console, an easy, accessible place for a decent price, I mean, you can't really go wrong. Right, right. Okay, so what Game Boy game are you playing? Uh, I played three random old Game Boy games. I played uh, Mega Man X-Stream, okay. which... Yeah, which takes a bunch of stages from Mega Man X 1, 2, and 3 on the Super Nintendo and just throws them into a game on the Game Boy. Right. It, how, did, how did you feel about like the like the card battle kind of system in Mega Man games? Oh, the Battle game Network? Boy Advance. Yeah. I, I liked the first few, but then I just kind of got bored of it around the third game. Because they didn't really change much up. Like They change, they would add extra things to the, the actual gameplay style, but it still was kind of the same. I, I don't know. Like I don't one. know why. Like I enjoy more of the same in like platforming games and stuff like that. But for some reason, in like RPGs, it just kind of drives me up the wall. All right, all right. I only played one. I can't remember which one it was. But uh, I started just noticing that they were kind of like doing a Pokemon style of putting out two every time. And I just got overwhelmed with how many Mega Man games there was. Yeah, they started doing that around the third one. The first two were just were by themselves, and then there's three had like black and white, and then they started making like Team Proto Man or Team Colonel, and remember something with like Pegasus or something. Yeah, well, no, that's that's the current uh, DS ones, the Star Force series, which is okay, kind of the I just same. There was like nine different like subtitles. Anyway, so. Uh, Mega Man and X Force, you said, or Extreme? Uh, Extreme. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's weird because they they shrunk down all these levels. So if you've played the games, then you know where everything is because the secrets are almost all hidden in the exact same spots. Okay. So it was kind of weird playing a game and being like, "Who is this marketed to? Is this marketed to people who never played the X games, or is this marketed to people who played them?" Because like, I I cruise through the game. The only is this thing like that a compilation or something, kind of, yeah. And then they made a second one, which was more the same. The only thing that really stood out to me was the fact that uh, it's harder to play because everything is smaller, so the boss fights are a little harder to maneuver around. Because the sprite okay. for your, sprite for your character and the sprite for bo- the boss are big, but the levels themselves are small. So like you're in a smaller space and you don't have as much maneuvering room. Okay. So really, that was the only thing that stood out for me. So, but I liked it. Like, I'll probably find Extreme Two for like five bucks somewhere, and probably get that as well. All right. Okay. I also ended up music. Um, all like Game Boy level ports of the actual music from the SNES games. Okay. So I mean, like, this is like Game Boy Color, so it was it was okay, but nothing like to write home about. Right. Uh, there was also uh, Duke Nukem for the Game Boy. I finally finished that game. Okay. Yeah, I know. Getting ready, I... are you? Oh, oh, yeah, totally. Getting ready for forever. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get... Can't wait for May to hit here. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. 
I, w- I don't know. I was super pumped for it because I'm like, okay, uh, like this is a 2D Duke Nukem game. I haven't really played this, but I kept playing it on and off through the months. I think I've even talked about it on other version or other podcast recordings. Okay. But uh, basically, I finally got to finish it because I ended up getting to a point where I got stuck because I couldn't figure out how to move on because there was this ledge that I, I it looked like I had to jump for, but I could never grab it. So then I just got super angry at one point uh, earlier in the week and just like, okay, I'm turning on invincibility and seeing what I'm missing in the stage. And ends up uh, that that ledge I was jumping for was what I was supposed to grab, but I was missing it by like a fraction of a pixel. Fantastic. So I just had to keep jumping at it and hoping for the best. It was just it was annoying. After I did that, I beat the game because it was the second last stage that was happening on. Oh, that would have been the worst. Yeah. But I beat it. It was okay. Uh, nothing to write home about. It wasn't even made by the original Duke team anyways. It was made by some group, company called Taurus Games. Taurus Games. What yeah. has Taurus Games done? Uh, I don't know. I think they've just done Game Boy stuff, to be honest. Ports of, like, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, and stuff like that. And obviously this game. Right. Uh, I ended up also playing Castlevania Two: Belmont's Revenge. For the original okay. Game Boy, uh, it was it was pretty good actually. It was a classic Game Boy game with some annoying bits every now and then, but it made me realize how much this I is hate for the original Game Boy. Yes, I think I have that. The, Do you have there's a whip? Like, yeah, well, that's Castlevania in general. Well, okay, <laughs> right. Is it like side scrolling? Kind of everything's green. Uh, yeah, there's two of them. There's one that has, like, a timer up, like, way up top that says, like, 20 minutes or something like that. And then there's one where it's just, like, in the bottom corner. It's, like, 500. There's that, one, like, you pick, mind, uh, you pick from four different stages, and then you go to a fifth or sixth stage after. It's just, like, are you just kind of walking in one direction, and then there's, like, a ladder, and then you walk the other direction, and there's a ladder, and then you walk the other direction? Uh, yeah, bo- both of them are like that. There's there's the Castlevania Adventure, and then there's Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, and then there's Castlevania Legends, I want to say, or something like that. Oh, and that, one you, and that one you play as a girl. Yeah, you might be thinking of Castlevania Adventure, because that one is not that fun. It wasn't great, that's for sure. I looked up Taurus Games. They actually have played more than just Game Boy stuff. A lot of Scooby-Doo games and yeah. Monster Jam. Yeah, they've done a lot of ports on, like, uh, handheld games, I've noticed. And they've done Engage games. But they they appear to still be around, so. Yes. Yes, they did do an Engage game. And a Leapster game. Oh, man, did they seriously? Yeah, NASCAR. I didn't, know, I didn't know anyone took Leapster actually seriously. Four years ago. Crazy. They did a Beavis and Butthead game. Oh, wait, what? Oh man, they totally yep. made the Game Boy one. On the Game Boy. And they made Game Boy Game Boy. But this is the original Game Boy, so I'm sure that was incredibly horrible. Oh, they made a Hello Kitty game. There we go. <laughs> Great. Company's completely set in my eyes now. This is this is awesome. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> uh a lot more Marvel vs. Capcom three. Okay. Just every week you get Getting ready for the tournaments? No, I'd get my butt kicked at tournaments. Uh, last week in Calgary, they had uh, Marvel Madness, so like one of some of the best players around the world showed up, like this Justin Wong. Like a pun on March Madness. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, yeah, they had like Justin Wong was there and he played. So I don't know who won the tournament overall, but apparently it was like super crazy. Is Justin Wong good? I'm not in on the scene. Justin Wong is is a pro level player for like uh, that Street Fighter Four and a bunch of other games. Okay. So he he is one of those like named players. Like when anyone talks about street or fighting games and like pro players, Justin Wong Justin Wong's name usually gets thrown around. He's sponsored and everything, so companies pay him to play fighting games. Right. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for what I played. So let's move on to the news. Okay. Let's start off with my buddy Duke and why I'm so disappointed right now. They canceled it, right? It's gone again? <laughs> they completely made the game and then just canceled it just to kick people in the balls. It's not the first time. I guess. Um, no, thankfully that's not the case. The game got delayed a month. What? So, what would take a month? I'm not really sure. Because from what I understand... I- as someone who is in no way a game developer, a month you can't really do anything significant in changing it wise. Bug fixes is the only thing I can think of. But they'd have to be pretty small, I assume. Because they still need to ship it and everything, right? Yeah, and I mean, it was already coming out in two months. Like, uh, yeah, it's still March. It's like May so. 4th or something like that. Like, it, it was like May 7th or May 8th. Oh, okay. Well, it was pushed until Either like, way, June first, 10th, first, second week. Yeah. So yeah, it was like a, a little over a month away, and now it's delayed an extra month. So I don't know. I guess a little bit extra bug time and beta testing, or maybe they I just. Like I I, originally, I thought this was just going to be a like joke. a joke. Yeah, I thought this was originally going to be a joke. Just like doing it one more time, just because hey, everyone, it's been good so many times, but apparently no, there's actually something going on. Yeah, like Randy Pitchford actually had to come out. I was like, yeah, we're not actually joking about this this time. Sorry, guys, we actually have to delay this a month. But uh, as the little video they put out says, uh, Duke never comes early. I, I just kind of groaned when I heard that, when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, when I saw line. that, I was just like, face palm. Uh, but I guess if one game's going to do that, Duke it's can Duke. Come forever. Yeah. It's like, well, it makes sense. They're just going. I like Gearbox's commitment to just going full tilt with the stupid jokes. Right. They're kind of always stuck to their guns with that. Oh, um, ass slapping mode. Did you hear about that or something? Oh God, yeah. The, instead of capture the flag, it's capture the babe. And sometimes the per- the babe will fight back to try to get out of your arms. So you have to just slap her on the ass to, to make sure she knows. I think I think it's pat her on the ass actually boss. to make sure. Great sexism. Yep. So, Penny Arcade, I thought they had a pretty comic. Um, it was basically one of the guys was saying something like, oh, they have an ass-slapping mode, this is terrible. And the response was just, from the other guy was just, yeah, and Call of Duty had a mode where you murdered millions of people. It's called Call of Duty. Yeah. Actually, I actually read the comic, so. You did? Okay. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good statement. Like, that's what you're getting upset about? What's going on? Come on. Yeah, I guess it is It is kind of comical, but in a way, Duke Nukem Forever is kind of doing both. Like, you're killing people and being sexist, so. I guess. I, you know, I I almost want to say I'm glad, because I just kind of really like that they're just, like, pushing everything and going fully with this. They're just full, they're fully committed to it. Right, yeah. I would hate for them to, at some point, just be like, did we go too far? Like I, I'm sure at some point in development in they, they just, did go like that. They're like, oh, we probably did go too far when we put a hot coffee mod in or something. Yeah. 
I'm half expecting that to somehow be in the game. Yeah, for sure. I bet in some way, like they've already kind of shown every. Well, I don't. I want to say shown everything, but they've already done quite a bit of stuff relating to that. I don't know. I'm kind of glad somebody's just like, yeah, uh, this game is really M-rated, so watch out. <laughs> I I love how the how long the list is of uh, things that are wrong with the game and, and the M rating. I think the ESRB is having like a mild heart attack. Probably. Listen, we dare. Right? <sighs> Isn't that out? No, oh, I don't know if it's I out. Think I think it's out like Germany or something. I thought they already got a copy. Yeah. Or I think Australia was getting a copy. Anyways, lots of information was going on with that. Can't wait to actually see what that's all about. That's going to be so bad. So, new release date. Do you know the exact date of it? Um, Double checking in this article... Unfortunately, it does not say in the article I brought up, but I remember Read something. Being... It was like fourth international and like sixth. Uh, I want to. I want to say it's the eleventh international and ninth uh, local. Let me just. No, I remember that U.S. was after international, but I'm not even sure. Oh well, it's somewhere around there. I just know that U.S. is after international. What else on the news? That's that's the only news I can think of. That's the only news I really care about. So that, this is the end of the podcast. Bye, everybody. Oh, great. Oh, oh. It, it's June 10th, oh. actually, as that Duke comes out now. So For international or North American? Uh, this article does not say. It's fantastic. It's a really great article. The 10th is a Friday as well. So just go watch the video. Hmm? Like, it says on the video when they put the new, like, data. So just go watch the video. Okay, I will, I will watch it right now. Completely, ru- completely ruin this podcast. <laughs> Just sit there. I'm so unprofessional. Here's Randy this. Pitchford talking, everybody. All right, let's move on. Uh, Metacritic. It's a great reviewing website. I tend to go there all the time. I don't know about you, Sean. Not so much. You heard they started uh, reviewing iOS games. Yeah, I think we talked about that like last week or the week before. Yeah, it was something like that. Which, I mean, is cool, because now that means, like, they're starting to take iOS game development seriously. I guess, yeah. Like, I'm playing a lot of Tiny Wings, and I know Nathan is very into iOS games. Yeah, like, he talks about game dev story and pretty much any other iOS game he's playing at the time. Right. Okay, so what's up with Metacritic this week? They've added a new metric rating. Yeah. They're now rating humans. Fantastic. Or to be Explain, more pre- <laughs> to be more precise, they are uh, name game developers. They are tracking their track records on games they've been attached to. So, like, this is Peter Molyneux's average rating based on the games his name's been attached to. And this is Tim Schafer, and this is Cliff Blazinski. Is it just, like, um, like big-name guys, or is it, like, anyone? Any idea? Um, I don't think they've said. I, I think their intention is to have kind of everyone. But I mean, like, game development studios have gotten so big, you can't track everyone. Right. I would just kind of really hate if some, like, shady company, like, that's way into money, <coughs> Activision, <coughs> like, when hiring someone who's been in the industry was like, would you hang on a second? I just want to check my email for a quick second during this interview. And see, this guy's at, like, 74, as opposed to, like, 
85, because only good games are 85 and up, keep in mind, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't get a job. That would be horrible. I don't know, like, I could never see myself looking at these stats besides looking at them in curiosity of just how crazy is this. I don't know, I just... I, I also don't see the point. Okay, well... You know, he isn't reviewing, like, almost uh, to help a consumer. Uh, it's kind of like uh, in an actor sense. Like, you know how Metacritic tracks movies by, like, what actor, like, what movie they've been in, and just see what their standard average is? It's kind of applying that same logic to video games now. Which, I don't know if it's a good thing, because now it's putting, like, developers in more of a limelight. But it's also a bad thing, because you've got... You're going to get people who like, work in a studio of hundreds of people, like, one person gets that specific credit. That's true. But then again, that hasn't really like, stopped I, would, the... I just hate, like, a small company of people who maybe they didn't put out a great game because, like, the publisher rushed them or something. Yeah. Getting a bad score. And it's going to happen with that, too. Like, it's going to be horrible at first, like, if you haven't done very many games. Right, right. Uh, like they've got a couple score comparison score rankings here now in this article. Uh, Ken Levine from Irrational Games is at an 89. Peter Molyneux is at an 82. Uh, Cliff Blazinski's at 86. And the only bad entry on his list is really is Geist for the GameCube, which I didn't even know he worked on that. There you go. I can't really see. Like I'm never going to be like. I'm not going to buy his game because he has a bad score because of this game. It's yeah, you should base just... it on the game itself, not on the developer. Right, which they already do. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, little worried about it. Useless in my mind. Uh, what else do I have in here? Okay, um, you know, just a little quick comment back on the 3DS. We're having a short news day today, apparently. Uh, the 3DS, every time you update your system, you get a nice little bonus 3D music video with it. Wait, every time? Uh, apparently, that's what they're talking about. Um, okay. The, yeah, like the, at launch, I, I, update, I updated my system at launch, and it came with a video uh, from OK Go, the, the band OK Go. Right, uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, it was the White Knuckles, the one where they had all the dogs running around. Okay. So they had that video in 3D, and you can watch it in 2D as well. So did they just, like, post-convert it? I guess, because I I never saw the original video, but it, it looks... I, I, guess, I don't think they would reshoot something like that. The stats that came out when the video was post was on made it seem like it was the same thing. Right, I guess I'll have to look into it. I'm, I doubt they would reshoot that, but... Yeah, that, was, so that looks like it would be a pain in the ass to reshoot. artists each time there's an update. Something like that. Like, I mean, uh, apparently for North America we got that. In Japan they got some Mario-themed music video. But uh, okay. the kicker is, like, they give you this video for free, and then supposedly next update they remove it. And replace it with something else. So is it always going to be a music video? I don't know. I think it just happened in this case we got a free, uh, free 3D music video. Because, I mean, OK Go is known for just doing stuff on YouTube anyways for their music videos. Right. Okay, so wait, did you say the news with every update they're going to give us something for free, or they're going to give us a 3D music video? 
Um, I think that's kind of the thing. Like, they, the whole article is talking about how they're just, like, they give you this video and then they'll just spontaneously take it off your system with another update. Okay, but it's not specifically you're going to be getting a music video. Yeah, it, it doesn't actually say anything about it. Okay. I'm just, because if they were doing just music videos, I'd be pretty curious, like, can't wait for that Rebecca Black video for Nintendo to jump on. I don't know, like, what can. I, I, you gotta, you gotta show this 3DS thing anyways. No, Friday. no, 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 no. Friday. No. <laughs> God, I hate it so much. She has, does she have a new song or is that a fake one? I can't tell. Like, there's some prom night song out there that kind of sounds like her, but it, it looks like it's fake. I don't, I couldn't care less about Rebecca Black. Can't you know her name? I blame Facebook. <laughs> I gotta, there's many people I gotta stop, uh, being friends with. But yeah, if you have a 3DS and you're listening to this, you should probably go update it so you get a free music video, so. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. I really wanna compare the two to see if they just post-converted or reshot it. I'm assuming post-converted, like I said. Yeah. Cause considering how complicated that music video looked, I would really hope they didn't reshoot all that. I'm kinda cool, or, it's kinda cool that they did kind of, I'm like, well, they're not a super small band, but at least they didn't do like, Justin Bieber. <laughs> or the Beatles, or just like some ultra big band? What is that someone terrible that everyone's into? Like, oh. Justin Bieber and Rebecca Black. Together at last. Any more news? <laughs> nope, that's it. So let's move on to emails then. Emails. Alright. We got one email from faithful uh, listener Nathan. Oh, that wouldn't happen to be our Nathan, would it? Actually, it is. So thanks for writing in Nathan. Um, Okay. (laughs) This is such a joke. (laughs) Well, at least his heart is still with the podcast. Yeah, he's not here and he still gave us something to discuss. Okay, so I'm just going to read the whole thing because he likes to type. Since our discussion last week of the Blue Man Group, I've watched their How to Be a Megastar live DVD. Mm-hmm. Whatever I can find on YouTube and a documentary about how they got started, why isn't there a Blue Man Group rhythm game, or at least some crappy iPhone game or something? What I envision is basically Rhythm Heaven, but employing their visuals and sense of humor. How awesome is this idea, and how much would you pay to have this fantastic product that currently exists only in my brain? <laughs> and there's a second and third part, but we'll hit this first part first. Uh, I, I'd be into that. I love Rhythm Heaven. I, I'd be into that kind of game. Like, I think the whole reason they haven't done it is because they're like an artistic group, and they're. I I would kind of give it the that would be selling out card, but at the same time, we are talking about a group that's like done shows in Vegas. So I mean, you can't really sell out much more than Vegas. Right. Just so. But you'd be into something like that? I think it'd be kind of cool. Like, uh, it wouldn't be the same thing, though, because, like, it's it's all, like, colors and sounds. And I think you would lose something in the translation. That's what I'm kind of worried about. What about... What about a move game that requires both of the wands and you're drumming? That that might be fun, actually. But it, I, the precision kind of worries me in that case, because we're talking about, like, like, they have, like, a dozen tubes they mess with in, like, some of their percussion things. That's true, right. right. Okay, okay. We already have Game Boat, 
What if it comes with a percussion tube? <laughs> it just comes with a giant like pile of tubes. Pile of tubes that you get to pull in and out. It's bigger than like the rock band boxes. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Look, come over. You know, I got some rock band drums. I got a few guitars, and then I got this pile of tubes. <laughs> and unfortunately, they're wired. So wired they tubes. Take two USB ports. <laughs> and someone has to hold them for me because it is there's no stand. <laughs> I think I think it could be fun, but I just don't know if it uh, if it would sell. Like Blue Man Group's awesome, and their music is awesome, but I don't know if it apply or really appeals to everyone, especially in a game form where you're not you don't get all like the crazy colors and their humor. You just kind of get a, a concentrated dose. Okay, so what we're saying is, I uh, iOS developers out there jump on this. Yeah, it's like it's a gold mine. <laughs> Okay, next part of the question. So, I'll just continue from where I left off. And unrelated, there isn't any kind of Homestar Runner iPhone app either, so I guess that stuff is fully dead, huh? Were you ever lured on board the Homestar Runner train? Isn't Homestar Runner still around? Were you into Homestar Runner? I was when I was younger. Right, same with me. For people who don't know, they're like a Flash animation-based site that do funny videos. I think they're still around. I haven't been there in years. Well, they but... did all those those Strong Bad games, like Telltale Games get, did those for the Wii a couple years ago. Right. And then there but was... Uh, apart from that, it was... Well, Poker Night of the Inventory came out last year. It, right, with Strong Bad. Yeah. But, but apart from that, which is just a cameo, or not really a cameo, but just a character appearance, I, I haven't really heard them in mainstream entertainment news for years, or cared about them. Well, I mean, you have a—I guess you kind of have to look back. I'm sure they're still doing videos on their site. Like, I, I want to agree with you, but in the age where everything has an iPhone app, why haven't they made one that has their videos? We don't have an iPhone app. Yeah, but we're not that old. <laughs> I guess. Most um, things have an iPhone app. I don't know. Maybe they just felt. Maybe they just did an Android app instead. Of course, yeah. We're going to develop for the Android. You're probably right. Okay. There's your answer. The last part of this question, Nathan just says, P.S. Sorry I couldn't be there. He's been playing Split Second in Motorstorm Pacific Pacific Rift. In short, rubber banding sucks. They ain't 60 frames per second, but I guess they're all right. Motorstorm soundtrack is pretty good. So that's what Nathan's been playing. Okay, we should write write back to Nathan Nathan and ask him how the multiplayer is, because I've always been curious about that. And we'll just wait on his reply. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna we're gonna okay. have to wait for a couple hours in the podcast, guys. So we're gonna fill this with a lot of dead air. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. He's working for about another two hours. So I guess you could go uh, look up that Duke Nukem video if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that does it for this week. Yeah, that's the that's this week's show. Uh, if you want to send it an email, where can you send it? You can send it to top down perspective at hotmail dot com. We, right. all, we, we read all our emails, including ones from Nigerian princes. We don't read those aloud, but we read them uh, to ourselves, and then we delete them immediately. Unless uh, it's an actual Nigerian that prince. Facebook group that you can be part of. Oh, that's right. We have a Facebook group now that you that there's got a, set up. There's a group and a page, and I still don't know the difference. All I know is the page you can like, so you should do that. I think the, the, the page that you, you can like is the one that you want. Right. I don't even know if they can be part of the group or we, we have to add specifically. I, I think we have to add specifically. Like a, I think you've got it set as a public like a group or like private. Three of us and whatever. 
Anyways, look up the page. Talk down the perspective. Web 2.0. The I internet. guess that's going to do it. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, and hopefully all three of us will be here for it. Take it easy.